This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Geese. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where we began our dive into Fall Tour 2021 with the first stop the band made on 11-11 at the Truman in Kansas City, Missouri, and then two nights at the pageant in St. Louis, Missouri on November 12th and 13th. There is a link in the show notes if you wanted to catch up on that. This week, we'll get into Umphrey's return to South Bend, Indiana, the first time the band would do that since October 23rd, 2011. There is a feature about this recent evening in South Bend in the winter edition of Crooked Conversations among a whole bunch of really great content in this stuffed, just packed, 28-page issue, full color. I'm so proud of this edition. I'm excited for everybody to get their hands on it. So if you want to make sure you snag one, head to datcmediacompany.com or follow the link in the show notes. And I do have a quick sad announcement, which I'm sure by this point everyone has heard regarding the upcoming New Year's Eve shows, as well as the New York City shows scheduled for January 14th and 15th. An official statement released from the band on December 23rd. It is with perpetual frustration and utter disappointment that we announce the cancellation of our upcoming Miami and New York City shows. There is nothing we'd rather be doing to ring in the new year than playing for you, but reality continues to bite. Rapidly spiking case counts across the country are making large indoor gatherings riskier, even more so as people gather for the holidays and increase travel. The complexities of this virus, the logistics of event production, and the increasing difficulties of access to timely testing for band, crew, venue staff, and fans for entry remain an unending battle. As a growing circle of friends, family, and peers continue to contract the virus, UM and our promoters are in agreement that pulling off safe, responsible, and successful events is not realistic. We're incredibly grateful and truly sorry. It sucks. 100% of tickets will be refunded at the point of purchase, including all UM VIP packages and headphone purchases. We appreciate each and every one of you and wish you a safe holiday. Until we write again, onward and upward. So yeah, 
<laughs> definitely a bummer for everybody. Um, but it is the safest and the smartest choice right now. Um, I want to express my condolences to everyone that was so very excited to go to Miami and also these New York City shows. Um, a lot of my friends were saying it felt very much like um, Iceland last year, March of 2020, and that, you know, I was supposed to go, so I know that feels, it, it hurts for sure. Um, and it, it hurts for them too. So it sucks, um, but hopefully being able to do this awards us the opportunity to continue with Winter Tour because they've got quite a bit of dates um, in January, February, March, um, that hopefully they'll be able to play. Um, the next date on the calendar now is here in Buffalo on January 20th. So fingers crossed for a number of reasons, those shows still happen. Um, and it'll be really, really nice for them to be here. So hopefully January 20th, they're able to actually kick off their winter tour. A better announcement for you to pass along about one of Ryan's other projects, Death Kings, with Mikey Karuba and Mike Ganser, will be hitting the road this winter, fingers crossed, first up here in Buffalo on January 19th, the night before Umfreeze takes the stage at the Town Ballroom. Um, they will be playing at Ironworks, um, which is right downtown. Very excited to see them on that stage. They will also be hitting up the Westcott Theater in Syracuse on the 21st, Empire Underground in Albany on the 22nd, and Brighton Music Hall in Boston on February 11th. Very excited to see this on deck for them. They have only played one show so far. Um, that was at the most recent summer camp. So this will be very fun for them to take out on the road. The guys from Death Kings have each been guests here on the show chatting about this exciting new project, among many other topics. So if you want to check those out, there are links in the show notes for those three episodes, 146, 154, and 161. Also, info about tickets and anything else can be found in the show notes. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an umfreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. Okay, so this week we'll get into Umphrey's return to South Bend, Indiana. 
the first time the band would do that since October 23rd, 2011, that time playing at Club Fever. The last time they would grace the stage at the Morris, April 18th, 2009. Brendan and Jake have played at the Morris um, in that meantime of 2009 and now. April 24th, 2018, that evening was presented by Idea Week, a celebration of innovation at the University of Notre Dame. Joel would also be a part of that evening, kicking off the show with a solo piano performance. They have played at the Morris three other times. Um, If you do like a quick search on all things Umphreys, St. Patrick's Day 2007, St. Patrick's Day 2001, and November 2nd, 2001. I have listened to all of the Umphreys St. Patrick's Day shows. Um, I listen to so many shows that I'm going to have to go back to those two to like fully refresh them. Um, But St. Patrick's Day in South Bend, yeah, that was party. (laughs) So a little back history on the Morris before we get into the show that evening. And there's so much more on their website, which I will throw a link in the show notes if you're interested um, in reading more about this beautiful place. I was just captivated by all of its history and there's a lot. So if you want to learn some more about it, dive in. Um, But a little brief history here. The Morris Performing Arts Center, originally called the Palace Theater until the late 1950s, was built in 1922 as part of the Orpheum Theater chain. The theater cost $1 million to build, and it was the most modern theater in the country. And in the early days, it served as a vaudeville house, and shows ran constantly with a new act every 10 minutes. Patrons could get admission for only 22 cents, which just blows my mind, (laughs) and Broadway troops traveling from New York to Chicago would often stop in South Bend and perform on the Palace Theater stage, which if you think about it, it's probably some pretty big names in Broadway that would have been on that stage, you know, traveling from New York to Chicago. The Palace also presented serial photo plays, silent films, which were the soap operas of their day. So much history and events on that stage and during the 1960s to the 1990s, artists such as Louis Armstrong, Marvin Gaye, Hank Williams, Stevie Wonder, Jerry Lee Lewis, Ario Speedwagon, The Eagles, Fleetwood Mac, Judas Priest, Eddie Money, and so many more have played on that stage. So yeah, I mean, how cool is all of that? Very grateful that I had the opportunity to go and not only for the show, of course, but to check out this awesome place. And this show was actually rescheduled from 2020, fall of 2020. Tickets had to be refunded and repurchased and all of that. So there was all of that anticipation in this evening as well. So finally it happened and I'm so grateful. All right, so getting the evening at the beautiful Morris started, we would be treated to what will reveal itself as an extremely stuffed mantis sandwich 
shaking it off and moving right along into all in time that would also reveal itself as an open face sandwich that we would not see the conclusion of until much later in the evening leaving all in time proper in the dust and embarking on its own adventure about three minutes ish having some serious jovialness and energy to it through a good part of this changing direction and beginning to embody a little bit of a darker side, shaking that off and embodying more of that energy from before Stasic bringing more heat this time as it makes its way out, sidestepping right into syncopated strangers next, followed by words with a shout out to my girl Julie and her friend Matt, who's birthday it was their request was rocker one this words came in lieu of that request bayless mentions it in that shout out beforehand we're not gonna play your request we're gonna play this instead a very solid version of words for sure but we'll have to wait a little longer for that rocker speak up next letting this one stretch its legs about four and a half, putting out some feelers as it starts out, getting really comfortable a few minutes later, really showing its joy as it dances way, way out. So much fun, the little drive that they take that one for. Yes, please. Let's see all the expansion of Speak Up. So here for it. Last Train Home by Pat Metheny next. 21 times they've taken that one for a spin. Malche's Odyssey charging out after that. Getting into the gritty of it slightly after four minutes. Shout out to Joel who's leading the way as we very sexily dance out. Not sticking around for too long before driving headfirst back into Malche's. Cooling it off with Dear Lord. Last played March 30th, 2019 at the Ryman in Nashville, Tennessee, and closing out the first set beautifully with the conclusion of The Mantis that started the evening off. Opening the second set with a cover I was over the moon about getting, (laughs) Synchronicity 2. And if you've been listening to the show at all since this was debuted back on Halloween in 2019, I've been hoping for it to happen. And here it was, (laughs) the sixth time that they've played it. I mean, there's a lot of bands that Umphreys covers so well, and we could just talk about that for hours and hours and hours. (laughs) But the police are definitely one of those bands that they just knock it out of the park. And that's just such a great cover for them. I'm still so stoked that I got that. (laughs) Still so stoked. Wandering out into the night sky, delicately piecing itself together as a nothing too fancy that would also reveal itself as a sandwich. Again, pretty damn stuffed first detour wife soup then an attachments that would find a spot on my 2021 highlights list a link for that ever-evolving playlist can be found in the show notes if you're interested I've shared my thoughts on this tune many 
many, many times. (laughs) And damn it, aren't they just trying to get me to love it? (laughs) I feel like that. Idling for just a little bit before deciding where to go, allowing to get lost in itself as it ventures further, lacing up its dancing shoes and heading off, wandering off for a little bit before gathering itself and driving off, catching its breath for a minute before continuing its determined journey, fully resonating out, tumbling all back together and exploding back into that nothing too fancy that opened the second set, giving that closure. Before heading into a Higgins that Bayless dedicated to everyone who was at the shows back at Mickey's Pub, which seriously is like two minutes from the Morris and now called Fiddler's Hearth, that one went on a really nice adventure that I enjoyed losing myself in. Not one that I felt would hold up as Hall of Fame material, but I did still put it on my 2021 list. Um, It's just a great version, and I do want to remember to come back to it. Closing out the evening with the conclusion of that All in Time from way back in the beginning of the first set. And for the encore, this one was handled a little differently This time, the song played would be chosen by which song had the most votes. And the votes would be casted by donating to the South Bend Center for the Homeless. Um, I believe November 9th, it was about maybe a week, less than a week um, before the actual show, uh, Umphreys posted on social media and saying that this is what they were doing. And so I believe the voting started right away and was open for a few days. There was a lot of back and forth leading up to it. And then the whole evening with the songs, um, all through dinner within my group, um, we went to dinner. It was my good friend, Julie's birthday, that actual day. Um, so we went to get food before the show and it was one of the main topics at dinner was, you know, who was in the lead. And even during set break, when you're going, getting waters and wandering around and seeing everybody, um, they had the totals up on like this little screen that came down and everybody was talking about, oh, you know, this one's in the lead. And how is that one in the lead by so much? And there's just so many debates like leading up to the encore. Well, Final total raised over $6,000, so that's awesome. Incredible job, um, freaks. Would give us an encore of You and You Alone, complete with the band coming out in country western shirts and Jake coming quite correct with the cowboy hat, which, you know, flashbacks to his avalanche days, my goodness, But the real treat for folks, a front porch sandwich with a very nice filling of Q-Bert, last seen in 2018, which just seems like a lifetime ago now, like to think of 2018, 10, 10, 18 to be exact, at the Canopy Club in Urbana, Illinois, and absolutely fantastic show the liquid from that show is so good 
I personally think that it is like required um freak listening that show. Um, so I'll throw a link in the show notes if you've never listened to it. Do yourself a favor and put that show on or listen to it again because it's really good, honestly. Um, <laughs> but a fun fact about that Qbert, the first time that it was played, September 4th, 1999, was at Mickey's Pub. So little full circle thing there. I'm sure there was a lot of it that evening. It was really great to be able to experience a hometown show. Um, I mean, it was a Sunday night. You know what they say about Sunday shows. And it was on home turf. So, I mean, come on. And it was really great to see so many people. And, you know, they had so many friends and family in the audience. And it was just a really great experience. And I'm really glad that I was able to be there and spend some time with friends and family that weekend. Um, so yeah, it was just a really wonderful experience and I always love, um, heading that way and, uh, spending some time. So yeah, so that's everything I have for this week of the show. There's a bunch of links in the show notes, including where you can listen to this South Bend show and anything else that I might have referenced throughout this episode, also in the show notes, you'll find the DATC Pod Vault stuffed, stuffed, so stuffed <laughs> with a ton of past episodes for you to binge on, where you can get your subscription to Crooked Conversations and snag that packed winter edition, shop the DATC store and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.